This is LBC from Global, leading Britain's conversation with James O'Brien. Call 0345 6060 973. Text 84850. Tweet at LBC. Four minutes after 12 is the time you are listening to James O'Brien on LBC and Mystery Hour is upon us, your weekly opportunity to achieve the sort of satisfaction not ordinarily available anywhere on your radio dial. In fact, I'd go further, given that we're now living in an age of unenlightenment where ignorance is celebrated and absence of evidence is applauded, Mystery Hour is a lonely beacon, a lonely beacon of education and illumination where it doesn't matter how you accrued your knowledge, we will simply be grateful to you for sharing it. What on earth is he going on about? All right. You know those things in the papers where a reader writes in and says, why do we do that? Where does that come from? What's the origin of that? Who, why, what, where, when, what happened, what resulted, and what transpired? Well, this is the radio equivalent, except it's a lot funnier. Usually. Because it comes with two guarantees. The first is that you will know more than you do now by one o'clock today. Seriously. You listen to this, you'll know more by one o'clock than you do now. It may not be knowledge you're grateful for, it may not be knowledge you can use in any meaningful way, it may not be even knowledge that you retain by ten past one, but you will know more at one o'clock today than you do now, all right? What you do with that knowledge is up to you. Second guarantee I ordinarily make at this point of the programme is that you will laugh out loud at least once between now and one o'clock. Never, ever had to issue any refunds on that pledge, that guarantee, but I would, in all modesty, say that it is, it's, it's not quite as cast iron a guarantee as the one about knowing more by one o'clock. But we'll see. The phone lines are full, but I don't want to presume from that, that that everybody listening knows exactly how it works. If if I say the number, it means I've got a phone line free. So judicious use of redial is the uh, um, is the secret, apparently. And the only other rule is that you're not allowed to be boring or repetitious. So if the question you've got is likely, if the answer is likely only to be of interest to you, then Save, save, save your money. Seriously. So if it's like, oh, there's a roundabout near me, James, and it's got four exits, but you're not allowed to use the third exit, where does it lead? I'd, I'd save that one for the, for the judge. Seriously. Uh, and repetition, that's kind of our job, but given that there's nobody working on the programme today who's done more than two mystery hours in the past, except me, it's, it's my short-term memory that we're going to have to rely on, and that could get very, very ugly. So use the archive over at lbc.co.uk, and you'll see there whether or not the, uh, whether or not the, question that you're toying with has been asked before it doesn't matter though it's not flipping school all right it doesn't matter if we do a little bit of repetition all that embarrasses me and the minute i admit this to you i know what happens so i get a bit embarrassed when people say their qualifications for knowing the answer to a question is that they were listening to mystery hour two months ago and someone else answered the same question and you can remember and i can't but hey we're all getting old deal with it six minutes after 12 is the time shall we start are we ready here we go ruth is in Bury st edmunds ruth question or answer uh question please carry on do dogs ever completely empty their bladder? What? Well, you take your dog for a walk, like yeah. I do, my, my lovely poodle, Ronnie, and... Um, he's a, bit, a bit of normal-sized poodle, miniature poodle? Not that no, it No, big, big standard poodle. They're massive. Yeah, I know. It's big poodles. Like miniature I've got a cavapoo. I've got, like, a half-miniature poodle, and, and, and she's got a friend who's a full-sized poodle. And you can put her on the back of the full size It's like a small Shetland pony, a full-size poodle. It is. He is, he is, and anyway. he's gorgeous, but he can pee and pee and pee. <laughs> like a so, horse. <laughs> I want, yeah, exactly. So I want to know, do dogs ever completely empty their bladder? Because when you think they're done, they stop again and go for another pee. Yeah. But don't humans do that as well? 
No. Yeah, they do. Well, we completely empty our bladder. No, we don't. Well, we should do. We no, do. we don't. I'm a nurse. We do. Oh, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> do we really? Yeah, we do. We completely empty our bladder. <sighs> Sound of me getting owned. You better, don't, you better yeah. make the most of that. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, get back in your box. <laughs> <laughs> Taste, why, why would you as a nurse, why, why would a dog not? It's just the fact that your dog always seems to have some left in reserve, regardless of how exactly. long the last one was. Exactly. Is there a difference and between a, a canine bladder and a human bladder? Yeah. I like it. Okay. So do dogs ever completely empty their bladder? Yeah. I'm just getting an answer for Nurse Ruth, okay? Thank you. No, thank you. 03456060973 is the number you need if you can answer that question, or indeed if you have one of your own. Uh, Chris is in Southend. Chris, question or answer? It's a question. Carry on, Chris. I had a, me- a medical procedure done a number of weeks ago. Ruth's gone now. Was... Nurse Ruth has gone, mate. It's only me here now. I can't. <laughs> now, it was, I had a drug injected in my arm, and yeah. the effect was instantaneous. So my question is, how fast does blood move around your veins? for that to happen really fast exactly but how yeah. fast that's not my answer but it's I've, I've, I've heard this before and it is surprisingly fast what would we do it'd be in miles per hour what would i mean what what measurement would, I don't we know. would it be in miles per hour or meters per, it's i don't know mean to me maybe sent to me but you need it in something that we'd understand don't we so course, it has yeah. to be so translatable it's, it's, it's into relevant something that's relevant to the air the spit yeah. how fast does the blood get pumped around the body because if you get a tight sometimes you see blood spurting don't you so i mean if it's a yeah, bit that must be yeah I like that question. That's a really nice one. How fast does blood move through the body? And uh, is a dog's bladder ever emptied? It's all a bit medical. Veterinary science and medical science. Are you all right? Was the procedure successful, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, well, it was a colonoscopy. It was uh, just a, well, more information you need to know, really. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask. It's my job. I'm a journalist. But you, yeah, sorry, it was just they, check, checking they you out. Med- they injected midazolam and pethidine into me. And as soon as I injected, straight away I felt it. You know? So it must be going, yeah, it must have reached your heart or reached your brain or reached whatever part of it it acts upon super quick. I, I, I think I, everyone's going to be surprised, except the people who already know the answer. That's if we get it. If you know the answer to that, give us a call, 03456060973. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Is it Bav- Bavel? Bavel, that's right. Bavel in East Ham. Question or answer? Uh, it's a question, James. Carry on, sir. My question is, how does the... Uh live traffic system on sat-navs and in Google Maps work, how does it know that it's 12 minutes traffic ahead of me or how, how fast the traffic is moving? There's a clue. What did you use? What phrase did you use there? Live traffic in Google Maps. No, the other one? Did you not say something else? I don't know. What's the, what's the know. thing called that you've got in your car? That, 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 that if, you, if you weren't using Google Maps, if you actually went out and bought a... Yeah, yeah, I've got a satnav. I'm a lorry driver, but what does it, does the does the uh, satellite watch the, every street in, in England and knows where's the traffic? Or yeah. How? Well, the satellite measures it. Yeah. You sure? Mm, I, I was, but you're a lorry driver. <laughs> And I've already yeah. been owned once in the last four minutes by somebody else's <laughs> professional qualification, so so I'm not as sure as I would pretend to be if you weren't. But why else would it be called a satnav, Pavel? Well. I've no clue, my friend. I know I know what GPS means, but uh, I don't know what satellite. It's a global positioning satellite, so it knows exactly yeah. where. Oh, so that knows exactly where you are. How does it know? How, well, the trap. Yeah, you're probably. Yeah, you're. I'm very glad that I. Uh, I, I think that, it's a different different kind of a satellite. Yeah. I, yes. I that, that, yes. That, that has cameras on board. I think it just has. And like mine in the Volvo. When I'm out in the mighty Volvo, it, I mean, it changes by the second, doesn't it? It'll tell you yeah. don't go down that road. There's a traffic jam. Try an alternative route. Uh, Exactly. I'm, I'm right now in 27 minutes of traffic, so... Oh, so, 27 minutes yeah. before you start moving again. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. nightmare. To, to get through to get through seven hundred yards. <sighs> I tell so, you yeah. what, it's a good job I'm on the radio, <laughs> isn't it? Right, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be anxious to hear the answer. Yeah, so am I now. I love that. So, how did they do it? How do they work? The, 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 the traffic, the live traffic apps and updates and sat navs. How do they know? I understand what the global positioning satellite does. That tells me where I am on a map. But how do they know about all the other stuff on the map? Pavel, great stuff. Lovely, lovely question. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three. If you can answer that, I just realised that um, is it Nurse Laura or Nurse Ruth? It's Nurse Ruth, wasn't it? I just realised she said her poodle was called Ronnie. JJ's been in touch to say, that, that's Ronnie Barker, isn't it? I don't know, but if it is, kudos. Chris is in Peterborough. Chris, question or answer? It's a question, James. Yeah, what's so funny? What are you laughing at? I'm trying <laughs> to do a job Barker. here. <laughs> Ronnie Barker. It's very funny, isn't it? I bet it's I not... I've to this show all the time. This is amazing. First time I've been able to get on. But You're my question kind. is... You're welcome, yes. The phrase, a load of cobblers, what does that... I know what it means, but where does it come from? Uh, we all know cobblers, and people say that's a load of cobblers. It means it's rubbish. It's no good. It's but a load of cobblers. Where does that come from? Where does yeah? Oh, if I stay quiet, are you just going to keep repeating yourself yeah. again and again and again until the travel news? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this every week, and I cannot believe I've got on. You guys, it's a good question. And we only allow what really allow one a week, the questions of, of the origins of phrases. And there's a strong chance Wayne in Basildon, who inhaled Brewer's Dictionary of Phrase and Fable about five years ago, will ring in with the answer. <laughs> but I, I'm just trying to see if I can drag it up from my memory before he does. It's something to do... It's something to, nope, I've got nothing. Where, where, where does it come? What is the origin of the phrase, a load of cobblers? You're on. Chris, I love it. Take care. Thank you for the kind words. It's 12.13. My pen's run out, so I'm going to do off the top of my head what questions we've got. Is a dog's bladder ever completely empty? At what speed does blood travel through our veins? Uh, how does the sat-nav work? How does Pavel's sat-nav work? Or, of course, anybody else's as well, not just Pavel's. And um, the origin of the phrase load of cobblers. Is that it? We've just got those four on the board at the moment. That's pretty good going. There you go. That was me mocking my short-term memory just a moment ago. Alex is in Fulham. Alex, question or answer? It's a question, please. Carry on. I wondered why, if you speed a video up or slow it down, why does that affect the pitch? Why does the pitch go up if it gets faster and go down if it's slow motion? That feels like it should be obvious, but you're right, it isn't. Well, not to you yeah, and I me. Yeah, I thought it would be. Not but to us, not. anyway. No, sadly not. Isn't it? I'm on the verge of saying something really stupid. What do you reckon? Shall I go all in? Shall I go all in or shall I hit the travel news early? Fire away. It's... No, it's really stupid. Go for it. Uh, no, you get lost, mate. You're trying to make me embarrass myself on the radio. I do plenty of that without your encouragement. I was thinking about the balloon when you pull the, uh, you pull the mouth of the balloon and it goes higher pitched. Yeah, I'm not sure. Speed. Far, no, why would going faster increase the pitch? It's, 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 it's not there, is it? I'm not even close. I've got that feeling that it's on the tip of my tongue, but actually it's in the next room having a snooze. <laughs> Alex, good, good work. Great question. Quarter past 12. We've got a few answers on the board after this. 19 minutes after 12. Mystery hour is underway. Questions in need of answers involve dogs, bladders, human blood, Pavel's sat-nav and a load of old cobblers. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three. If you can answer any of those, uh, or indeed if you can explain why the pitch goes up when you speed up a tape of sound, I know it feels like you should know the answer to that, but I well, I, I mean, it sounds a little bit cocky to say I don't. So I think it's a mystery. Not just me, Alex didn't either. Uh, Twenty minutes after twelve is the time. Dave's in East Grinstead. Dave, question or answer? How do you think, Dave? Uh, answer, please. Carry on. About the dog and the bladder. Oh yes. So so what happened? The dog never emptied the bladder because uh, they keep some wee 
to mark the territory. Of course. So once once you go to to toilet, he will keep some, and then you walk down the road with him. He doesn't pee again. He's marking a tree or a lamppost. Uh, but he could theoretically run out, but only in the same way that it could be thirsty. I mean, he, he, he's always going to intend to have some there for territory marking unless he becomes poorly or dehydrated or something like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> what are your qualifications? Uh, just read lots of books about dogs. <laughs> That's, you make it sound almost sinister. <laughs> yeah, but my, wi- my wife makes me before we get our dog. So really? You're right saying, I'm not having a dog. I'm not getting a dog until you know what you're doing with it, Dave. It's not going to happen. I love it. Uh, of course it makes sense, and that would be why humans do empty, according to Nurse Laura, who asked the original question. Humans do empty their bladders because we don't feel the need to mark our territory. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely not. I love it. R- round of applause. Beautifully done. Well done. 21 minutes after 12 is the time. Rob is in Rochester. Rob, question or answer? I have an answer for you, James. Carry on, Rob. Um, traffic and sat-navs. Oh, yeah. Basically, very straightforward. Back in the late 90s, early noughties, yeah. a couple of the mobile phone networks teamed up with the major Tom... Oh, oh said the name. You uh, can say uh, the name, mate. Don't, no, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. It was between Tom, Tom and Vodafone. Previous yeah. to that, there was a company called Traffic Master. I don't remember the big grey mask. I, I do. I think, didn't we use them for the travel news? And they used to have a, a dodgy monochrome screen that sat on the dashboard that Vaguely. was, that was yeah. very temperamental. Basically, what happens is, if a lot of mobile phone users from one network are sat in a queue... Um, they report the uh, two networks talk to each other, so TomTom can see that there's a load of, for example, Vodafone users sat there, and it's based on mobile phone signals not moving. Shut up. Through triangulation, through uh, uh, signal marks. Shut up. No. So if, 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 on the motorways, it's more accurate on motorways because there's more numbers of vehicles. So if you've got 200 vehicles... Um, but it's tracking moving, the phones, not the cars. It's, He's tracking the signal from your phone. So if everyone left their phone at home, SatNav would stop working? If everyone left their phone at home, yes, it would, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't stop working in so far as it could guide you map-wise, but it would have absolutely no knowledge of what the traffic was doing ahead of you or behind you. Exactly. Shut the the front door. (laughs) It uses the GPS side of things to know where a road is. So if everyone left their phones at home, you could obviously think that everyone's stuck within, you know, their home sort of thing, and yeah. they're queuing at home. But it, but it works out because the um, signal is within a few metres now. It can actually <laughs> decide whether it's on a road. That is just... Br- you better be right, Rob, because if you're yanking my chain or you've got the wrong end of the oh, stick, no. I'm going to be heartbroken. That's, what, that's one of the best answers we've ever had. So all of those things, when it says it pops up in the mighty Volvo, don't go that way, avoid the North Circular, or get off, get off the M25 at Junction 16, it's because of all the phones ahead of me I, denoting a traffic jam. Right. Yeah. If I can elaborate, I don't know statistics as such, but they say is it now that approximately 70 to 80% of every human being in the country now has a mobile phone. Yeah. If you imagine there's, there's one or more adults sat in a vehicle, um, it can be done by triangulation from all the networks, and obviously it makes it more accurate as well. The more mobile phones that people have on the move, the more accurate it becomes. Best. Best answer. Well, what are your qualifications? I've been fitting in-car vehicle technology since, oh, 1994. Right, Gav, we got... Hang on a minute, because Anushka doesn't do this shit very often. Have you got the Ray Liotta thing handy? Right, you get a Ray, Rob. I'm Ray Liotta, and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. If you build it, they will come. And obviously you get a round of applause as well. Happy Christmas, Robbo. And to you, and to you. Great work. What an absolute peach of a mystery hour. If you already knew it, good for you. 
but most of us didn't, and that's brilliant. God, I'll be boring for England over Christmas. Chaz is in Ilford. Chaz, question or answer? Uh, question, please, James. Carry on, Chaz. Oh, by the way, just still recovering from Rob's genius there, mate. There wasn't that awful. just the best answer we've had in a very long time. Who'd have thunk it? Oh, the... God, oh, magnificent. No, I'm wobbling a bit with my question after that, but anyway, here we go. Um, so, 70 miles an hour is the national speed limit. Why? Who picked it? Was it randoms? Was it pinning a tail on a donkey? Why was it 70 miles an hour? Why? I, I, I've asked everybody. That they never know. Nobody knows the answer. Why? What would you have picked if it was you? 75. <laughs> <laughs> Who chose 70 miles an hour? I love it. Uh, origin of the phrase, a load of cobblers. Satnavs we've done. Speed at which blood travels around the human body and the pitch. Why does the pitch go up when we speed up the sound of a tape? Or, or indeed, why does it go down? The pitch goes down when we slow that and then it goes up when we go fast. Professor Martin is in Manor Park. Professor Martin is a professor of robotics at the University of Middlesex and one of my two pocket professors. Question or answer, Professor Martin? It's an answer. Carry on. It's to the pitch of the sound on a tape. Yes. Um, sound is a waveform, uh, which means it has peaks and troughs, and if you speed up the tape, then you're receiving in your ear more peaks per second uh, than you would otherwise, and that makes the pitch go higher. Similarly, if you slow down the tape, uh, you get more pe fewer peaks and troughs arriving at your ear per second, which is, in effect, lowering, lowering the pitch. Love it. It's a rather interesting question. You can see it visually, can't you, actually, now that you've brought waves in, into it? Yes. It, it also works with light, and this is how we know that the universe is expanding, because all the stars are shifted in colour a little bit to the red. So we know the stars are moving away from us, and by the amount of shift in red, we can measure how fast the universe is expanding. And that effect is called a Doppler shift. Qualifications? Uh, I, my first degree was physics. <laughs> my first degree was physics. Round of applause for Professor Martin. <laughs> the Doppler effect. Wayne in Basildon, to be fair to Wayne, he, he did actually get in on Twitter early, and Chris, the producer, also thought it might be the Doppler effect. I've never heard of either. But Professor Martin went definitive, which is why he gets the round of applause. Uh, James is in Plymouth. James, question or answer? It's a question, James. Carry on, James. James, I live on the edge of Dartmoor. Oh, yes, James. I drive around, I drive around quite a bit, and... I've had this question on my mind for years and years. Why do you never see sheep and cows in the same field? Now, I asked my dad this when I was a kid, and he said, oh, Dad. He said, son, that's because the cows will eat all the sheep. And I believed him for years. <laughs> <laughs> I love dads. I thought my dad was in MI6 until I was about eight. <laughs> yeah, I believed him for years. Yes, you do, don't you? Um, yeah. Cows and sheep. Well, presumably, you're not going to take my answer, whatever it is. But cows can be quite, you know, belligerent. Can they? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's recorded casualties of a certain number of human deaths every year at the hands or the hooves of cows. Yeah, but they wouldn't attack sheep. Would no, they? But they might trample them accidentally. Sheep aren't very clever. Cows are quite big and heavy. I imagine it's for the safety of the sheep. I'm also intrigued, living on the edge of Dartmoor, presumably you come into contact with country folk, but you've decided to ring a radio station in that London to get an answer to a very rural question. Yeah, but it's a stupid question. It's, it's not a stupid... Oh, you don't want to ask farmers because they'll laugh at you. 
Yeah. Fair enough, mate. No, that's what I'm here for. Seriously, protecting protecting good citizens of Plymouth from being laughed at by farmers since 2006. James, we'll do our best. Why don't you ever see cows and sheep in the same field? Don't ring me up and say, yeah, you do, because obviously there might be a freakish exception to this with a really docile cow. But generally speaking, why, why can't you stick cows and sheep in the same fields? It's a cracking mystery. I don't say it. It'll go downhill in the second half. It's 28 minutes after 12. Steve's in Maidstone. Steve, question or answer? Uh, answer, mate. Go on, then. Cobblers. Talking yeah. little cobblers. Yes. Uh, it's Cockney rhyming slang from cobblers' awls. Uh, an awl is a pointy tool that cobblers use to put holes in shoes. Cobblers' awls rhymes with balls. We're talking a load of balls, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Just for anyone tuning in, that is not a contribution to a debate. At the end there, that is Steve just describing <laughs> yeah. the origin of the phrase, a load of old cobblers. <laughs> Talking a load of old cobblers, Joe. Yeah, so what? I do it every day from 10 till 1. Qualification, Steve? Cockney. Uh, I'm not a cockney. <laughs> um, I was once given, many years ago, a cockney rhyming slang book for Christmas, which I always thought was an awful present until this moment. <laughs> It's just come powering up on the outside lane and delivered you the the, the, the detail that you needed to secure a much prized mystery hour round of, of, of applause. Oh, wow. Well played. How about that? It's, it's bang on as well. I mean, it's a lovely answer. And, and, and I wasn't even close. I don't know. It's a lovely mystery hour when you get questions that you thought you'd answered before, but well, even if we had, I'd forgotten. But that was really strong. Um, Steve, great stuff. It's coming up to half past 12. You are listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Who decided that 70 miles per hour would be the national speed limit? Why don't you ever see cows and sheep in the same field? And at what speed does blood travel around the human body? Um, all of those and a few more, uh, no doubt as well, coming up. Imminently, you are listening to Mystria with James O'Brien on LBC. James O'Brien on LBC. It's 33 minutes after 12. You're listening to Mystria on LBC. Why don't you ever see cows and sheep? Well, why do you so ra- why do you very very rarely see cows and sheep in the same field? Who decided 70 miles per hour as the national speed limit? And how fast does blood travel around the human body? Room for some more questions as well. Heather is in Newick. He- Heather, question or answer? It's- please, James. Splendid, Heather. The universal knock when we knock on somebody's front door is... Is it Morse code related? Where did it come from? Why does everybody do it? Who calls it the universal knock? It is. Wherever you go... But I'm just saying, did you make that up yourself? No. No, yeah, well, possibly. I just described it. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't know it was called... You are describing it as as universal. It's not actually known as the universal knock. No, 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 no. But wherever you go in countries, it's, it's the same. Where... Is Where it, does it originate? Is it in other countries as well? Are you sure? Yes, How many countries have you visited? Sure. How many knockers have you experienced? Oh, quite a few. Getting Chinese takeaways in Spain for a start. <laughs> but then that's another story. Um, but this knock is forever, wherever. And why, where did it come from? Was it Morse code related? Or? No, it's not Morse no, 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 I don't think it can be Morse code related. No, well, like, I couldn't think that. But I can't. But everybody does it. Why do, and where do, did do, it do, 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 do. I'm looking for the words. Aren't there some words that fit? Oh, I don't know. Pop goes the weasel. It's not that. No, it's not that, but it's something no. like that. Dun, 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 dun. Bum, bum. What is it? Yeah. It's there. Has anyone know. else got it? It's got it. Dun, 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 dun. Bum, bum. <sighs> mm. It's not going to come. I can't feel mm. it. I feel very bad today. And, and then the very quick thing, when you were talking about the, the Doppler effect... Yes. Um, there actually, you can use a Doppler machine when you're checking somebody's blood round, round, their, round their veins. You do actually put a machine on it. It's called a Doppler machine. So that is another related... Um, really? Yeah. Does that, I mean, that would help us answer the blood flow question, would it? Yes, 
yeah, it possibly is to do. Yes, it possibly. Well, but called Doppler. Doppler was a busy fellow, wasn't he? I can't see that. He came up with an effect and a machine. Yeah. Doppler, Doppler. Doppler. It tells. It can. It can confirm whether it's a good or bad blood supply in the legs. It's not happening for me. I'll leave it on there. Universal knock. Mind how you go, Heather. It's 12.35. Universal knock, cows and sheep, 70 miles an hour, and blood. Robert is in Surrey. Robert, question or answer? It's an answer, Jane. Cheer up, mate. So be, I'm in, in the garage with my car being fixed at the moment, so that's one of it. All right. It's a big okay. job, is it? Well, hopefully not too expensive, mate. No. Well, it, it, I'll tell you what, if it's a big job, do what Theresa May does when the, when the ambassador, the British ambassador to the EU tells her that, that it's going to take ten years to fix something, just so you don't recognise that advice. OK. But I don't recognise that advice. I'm going to drive my car out of here. I don't care what the mechanics say. Come on, then. what answer have you got for me? It's to do with the cows and the sheep. Yes. Uh, basically, sheep and cows have different mouth action for eating grass. Sheep chew grass low, low to the ground and cows use their tongues to pull the grass up and chew the cud. Uh, and that's why you don't find them in the same fields. It's because the cows, the sheep would eat all the grass? No, because the sheep would, can, will cope with short grass and the cows want to eat long grass. Oh, so the, the sheep don't eat long grass? Not very well. Oh, OK. OK. So they'd cancel each other out? Yeah, you, you, can, you can follow sheep, can follow cows around and eat the grass, eat, go in the field after, after the cows. You've got, oh, you've got sheep and cows. That's pretty. That's actually quite simple when you think about it. So it's got nothing to do with the cows posing a mortal threat to the sheep. None, none at all. No, that would have been a bit odd because you'd have heard more tales of cows killing sheep, wouldn't you, if it was a thing? Yep. When you first start out as a farmer, you don't really know what you stick the sheep in with the cows. Next morning, all the sheep are dead. All the cows are standing on the other side of the field trying to look all innocent. <laughs> what are your qualifications, Robert? Uh, I spent five years milking cows twice a day. Blimey, that's pretty hard work. What are you still? Are you still doing that, or are you doing something no, else? No, no, no. I've done lots of different things, and I'm, I'm now semi-retired. Love it, love it, love it, love it. I hope the car's all right. Okay, mate. Round of applause for Robert. <laughs> Special mystery out today. Now, it's always good, but this is vintage. It really is. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three is the number you need if you want to join in. Still got room for questions. Still got a few. Questions on the board in need of answers. Uh, Lucy is in St Albans. Question or answer, Lucy? It's a question. Oh, I've got it. I'm flipping remembered the not dot, 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 dot. Go on, what is your question? <laughs> My question is, why does sugar seal a deep cut very well? What? It does. <laughs> really. My son used to work in a fish and chippy and he cut his finger. Yeah. And someone working there said, put sugar on it, it will seal it really well. And it did, and he told me, and um, I cut my finger just as Mystery Hour was coming on, and I stuck sugar on it, and it's really well sealed, and I just wondered how. Well, it's, 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 it's sticky, and, and it sticks to the cut, doesn't it? Well, Is it a mystery? The woman, the woman who told him had a PhD, so I think there might be a little bit more to it, but I don't know. It's a PhD in what? It might be a PhD in archaeology. It doesn't mean she's qualified to talk about sugar on cups. <laughs> and she was working in a chippy. No, no, no. She was, she was doctor-related. Oh. Uh, she was Romanian. She was over here working in a fish and chippy. Um, and, oh, yeah. There's a, there's a tale for our times, isn't it? Well, so, yeah, uh, what, what, isn't, it isn't it just? So <laughs> sugar actually not, not, uh, serves a 
particular purpose on a cut. I've never heard that before. Apparently so. And I hadn't heard it until he told me. So, and it worked. Uh, it's worked on you this it, morning. It worked. It's worked on me today. It worked on him when he was told. Sugar on a cut. All right, I'll find out for you. Why does sugar help heal? Seal, seal, and rather than heal. It stops the blood flow. It literally, it's one of those deep cuts where you get a great big chunk of skin yeah. about. And it seals it back together. Well, okay. And I, I don't think it's working just like glue. I think there must be something more. Even if it is working just like glue, that's still an answer. I shall endeavour to get get it for you. Um, Ben's in West Hampstead. Ben, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Yeah, go on. Um, the the knock thing, the tune. Yeah. Is shave and a haircut two bits? Shave and a haircut two bits. Yep. I think it's from an old musical or something. Tommy Steele. Sure. Tommy Steele I've oh. got somewhere. No, I don't know why. You're doing better than me. Well, it would be older than that, actually. No, it would be much older. Maybe Tommy Steele might have done it, but it was... And I think the American version shaving a haircut, two cents? Uh, it don't could know. be. Don't know. I know two two bit. bits. Bits is American anyway, isn't it? Two bits shaving and a haircut. So quarters or whatever Did anyway. Actually, yeah, no. Shave and a haircut. Two bits. <laughs> Brilliant. Qualifications? Uh, a useless memory for... Things like that. No, you got it. And and the, the the only mystery really is is how it translated to other countries, given that it's clearly an English language base. I just it just spreads, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, no idea about that. Okay, round of applause. Thank you. No, that's brilliant. Universal knock. Shaving a haircut. Two bits. Sean's in Bishop Stortford. Sean, question or answer? It's a question, James. Just let me, I've got to cross that one off my list. Where is it? Shaving a haircut. Two, Two bits. bits. Carry on. What's the question, Sean? All right. I know you're a lover of cheese. Oh, mate. Oh, right, oh hang okay. on, I've got something for you. Carry on, you, you, you carry on, I'll find it. Right, OK, so it's when you get the head sweats, yeah, when know. you have mature cheese, what is the chemical reaction in your body that makes your head perspire? Where does your cheese sweat come out from? My forehead. Does it? Yes. Mine doesn't. See, mine comes out my forehead. It's the same with pickled onions. If I have strong pickled onions, it makes my forehead perspire. And mine comes out of the the bits sort of under my eyes, the bit of flesh under. I get cheese sweats just to either side of my nose, and you know the sort of bits. If I had bags under my eyes, there, mm. that's where my cheese sweat comes out. Well, I've seen recent pictures, and you do have bags under your eyes. You're getting up too early, mate. Getting up too early. I'm going to bed too late. But another thing as well, because my girlfriend, who's banned from phoning me during mystery hour, but she has chocolate and she starts sneezing. It's not the same thing at all, but it is. Well, but it is sort of. I know what you mean. It's like a physiological reaction. That sounds reaction. like a, probably some sort of allergy. No. Well, I have strawberry tongue. I can't eat pineapple unless it's cooked. I'm learning a lot about you, Sean. I'm learning a lot. Oh, about no, you. exactly. The cheese. But we'll, we'll <laughs> focus on the cheese. You, James. What? You don't make my head sweat. Bless you. What, what is it about cheese? Pickled onions, maybe part of it, but it comes out through the. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mm, mm, Does it happen with all cheese or just strong cheese? It's mainly with um, strong cheese. Soft stuff, st pungent cheeses. Um, mature. Mature. Yes, we are. Do you know why I'm waffling? Because you're waffling mm trying to find the answer. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to find the answer. That's banned. I was trying to find a tweet that, of all people, the news editor or the deputy news editor of the Times put out earlier, which actually contained a phrase. I don't, I, I've lost it. There was some sort of market, and there was a rumpus among cheese lovers. Mm. Well, I, I, I've, had, I've had wobbly bottom cheese, which is quite... 
unusual. I bet it is. Is that is that is that is that, is that a physiological reaction as well, or is that the description of the cheese? Well, no, that's just a head sway, not the wobbly bottom. <laughs> I'm not sure. I have to wait till we're after the after after the watershed. That's lovely, mate. It's a great question, and I thought it was just me that got cheese sweats. What do you do if you haven't got a radio show? How do you find out whether you're weird or not if you haven't got your own radio show? You can't march up to people. It'd be like James down in Devon asking farmers why you never see cows and sheep in the same field. He doesn't want to do it because he gets laughed at. I, I asked a couple of years ago about cheese sweats. I was so relieved to find out I wasn't alone. I now actually look forward to them. My friend Malcolm's got a, an amazing French restaurant near where I live called Le Vacheran in Chiswick. And Le Vacheran is a cheese. And when, uh, whenever you eat a cheese like that, a pungent French cheese, I've got like, it's almost like little sprinklers, lawn sprinklers on the side of my face. Pop out. 12.43 is the time. Adam is in. Farnborough. Adam, quick. Are we going to do this? <laughs> it's a bit fruity. I don't... I don't I just... See what happens when you work with a younger generation. You somehow find your own prudish side emerging. Go on, Adam. It's a question. Carry on. I'm, I'm rather surprised it's actually gone. Yeah, on I don't honest. know that I'm comfortable with this, actually. <laughs> Go on, then. Female... Uh, male... Obviously, female animals have sex, and sometimes they have sex for fun, as in monkeys. Yeah. But is the female of the human species the only one to have an orgasm, or do animal females have orgasms? Yeah, fair enough, actually. I, I think we'd just be childish if we, if we get, get, get spooky about that. Um, I, I won't ask you too many questions, and when people ring in, I'll just take a yes-no answer. I won't go into too much detail, because I don't want any mums in, 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 in cars having to explain too much to kids in back of cars. But what? But why oh, are you? I was surprised he got on. Well, why? Why are you so interested in it? And and bearing in mind, I just yeah, I just, just so careful, mate. Just hang on. Take gone. no, no. Think. Have a moment. Just to think it over. Why do you want to know? Well, I was watching Facebook the other day. I got a post on my Facebook, and there was a gentleman stood. All right, fine. No, okay. No, that's why. That's why I shouldn't have asked. All right. I, I don't know. Twelve forty-four. Why does sugar work on cuts? We've done the universal knot. Who decided seventy miles an hour was the national speed limit? How fast does blood? Travel around the body, and Adam's question. It's coming up to quarter. And, oh, and the cheese sweats, the cheese sweats, the cheese sweats, the cheese sweats. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three. What causes them? Why do some people? Why would you sweat? Someone says I'm feeling sick. Your cheese sweat conversation is making me feel sick. Sorry, Jack. Let's wait till we get onto wobbly bottoms. It's twelve forty-five. <laughs> Got a wobbly bottom update. Um, it's made at Wobbly Bottom Farm near Hitchin, the Wobbly Bottom Cheese, and an awful lot of you have been in touch to tell me how delicious it is, so I'm happy to give them a shout-out, given that we took their name in vain a little earlier in the programme. Why does sugar help seal cuts? Explain to me the biology of cheese sweats and Adam's question about female animals. Also, blood, speed, it travels around the body, and speed, who set the national speed limit at 70 miles an hour? Darren is... And J. Louise Knight has just tweeted me to say that she knows the answer to that one, but she didn't do the last travel bulletin, so I couldn't ask her. Oh, always nice when J. Louise steps out of the travel studio and, and, and joins us on the, on the show proper, but we missed an opportunity there. My apologies. Darren's in Orpington. Darren, question or answer? Good afternoon, James. What's going on with his phone line? Darren, something horrible's happened to your phone, mate. Try and... What? That was really bad. We'll come back to him in a minute. Mary's in Haworth. Mary, question or answer? It's a question. Yes. When, who and why did we start clapping to show appreciation? Well, I, I, I think we've done that before, but I can't remember what the flipping answer is. Don't, don't monkeys clap? Uh, I don't know. I keep thinking about seals. It's, sea it's lion. 
Well, yes, when you look at an audience and they clap, it seems very primeval response, doesn't it? Does. It does, yes, it does, it does. But I don't know... I, don't, I mean, if it is primeval, go on. I just wonder if it's pre-verbal, but did it happen everywhere? Did it somebody do it and they saw it and then it spread? I just find it baffling. Yeah, I, I, I mean, what else could you have done, though? Um, I don't know, you could have maybe shouted or... You do that as well, bravo. Yeah, but, but everybody claps, don't they? Not when I'm around. <laughs> I, I clap you sometimes. Oh, bless have you. Have you in the car? <laughs> I can't, let's get you an answer, I love that. I, I, if, 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 have a little look at, um... Uh, if, if we don't get an answer by one o'clock, I think it might be in the archive at lbc.co.uk, but if, 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 we'll try and get you. Why, why, when did clapping become a sign of appreciation? Okay, I love that question, actually. Well done. Thank you, Mario. Three, four, five. Back to Darren. Question or answer, Darren? It's an answer, don't you? hear me OK? That's better. Yeah, what happened, mate? I, I don't know. Oh, anyway. Spooky. <laughs> Go on, what answer have you got for me? Right, um, up until around 1965, there were no speed limits on the motorways, UK motorways. And it becomes attention to the uh, government at the time that um, a lot of uh, the car manufacturers were actually speed testing on the motorways, public highway. Um, incredible speeds at the time as well. Jaguar and um, Aston Martin and Cobra as well. So the a politician of the time, um, a minister of the time, uh, Shirley... Williams? Bob, no, no, Barbara, Barbara Castle. Castle Barbara yeah. Castle, Transport Secretary. Yeah, Barbara Castle, Transport Secretary at the time. She decided, along with one of the few other ministers and a research centre, which was like the, the health and safety of the day, um, to introduce a 70-mile-an-hour speed limit. So the name that will be always synonymous with the 70-mile speed limit is Barbara Castle, basically. And Pretty strong. It for about three or four years, and then it was a temporary speed limit, and then it was decided, yes, we're going to go with that, basically. Fantastic. Did you mention Aston Martin? Yeah, yeah, they were speed testing. It was Cobra and Jaguar. All, all wow. used it as a... So they had, to bring, they had to bring in a speed limit to stop the... To, well, that's just brilliant. Qualifications, Darren? Um, petrol head and anorak. That'll do nicely. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Stuart is in Potter's Bar. Question or answer, Stuart? Answer, sir. Bring it on. Right, it's the blood and the sugar. The sugar makes a bridge between the wound and can coagulate. It's very hard for the blood itself to, to bridge the wound, but when you put... Italians do it with the back of a leather belt. They scratch off the, the rough edge of the leather, and they'll put that on the wound. And so the, the blood can join with the sugar molecules and then join uh, with more sugar molecules and then join to the other side of the wound, and then it coagulates and it dries a lot harder. So it's a bridging, it's a bridging method. So it's almost like caramelising. Yeah, almost like, I suppose, yeah, but it, it, do you understand where the molecules, you know, the blood can't oh, bridge so. the gap between the two sides of the wound, but it can bridge the gap between the sugar and then... Oh, the so the sugar side. sort of, it just accelerates scabbing, then? Yeah, basically, it makes a firmer scab, because the blood itself isn't strong enough to bond between the two, but the, 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 the sugar bond is strong enough. And, and the Italians, I know this because a, a Sicilian farmer once showed me the back of a belt. He scratched the, the leather off. Hang on, you might want to rephrase that. A Sicilian farmer once showed you the back of his belt? <laughs> no, yeah, random. Random, oh, yeah. I know, I know. And I've managed to find the word coagulate. So thank you very much. <laughs> Do I win a prize? Hang on a minute. What are your qualifications? I haven't got any. No, but how do you, I mean, apart from the it's a Sicilian <laughs> farmer who showed you the back of his belt. How, 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 it's got to be enough. But how did you find out, though? Just tell me how you know this. 
Well, it's, it, it's just from looking into it, from, from being, you know, uh, you know. And also, I managed to, I've, had, I've cut an artery in my hand before and had that sealed up. So the doctors, fair enough. Pretty good about questing it, mind is the answer. Questing mind, mate. Yeah, thank you. Round of applause for Stuart. <laughs> Very nicely done. Mark's in Bromley. Mark, question or answer? Question. Yes. You won't like this one. Go on. Um, why, as you get older, as a man, do your eyebrows grow thicker and faster? Now, if you look at old people quite often, you'll notice that the old guys have got these really dense, thick eyebrows. And as I'm getting older, my eyebrows have thickened. Why? How annoying. You get, your hair, you get more hair in places where you don't want it as you lose hair in places where you do want it. It's one of the great curses of masculinity, isn't it, really? Um, Speak for yourself. I haven't, I'm, I've still got a full head of hair. Yeah, all right. Um, unlike some people. Yeah, all right. Steady. <laughs> We've all got our crosses to bear, Mark. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> are you sure they get... Is it not... I mean, how do we know that they're not just growing all our lives? No, they've got thicker. That's the whole point. Yeah, but that's because they've been growing for years and now they're getting thicker because they've been growing for so long. But, but it doesn't seem to be happening anywhere else. You what? It just, oh, it's not happening anywhere else. It's on your eyebrows only. Uh, it's not, actually. How old are you? I'm about a year older than you, actually. You haven't got any hair in your ears yet? <laughs> no, Shut up. You must have hair in your ears. You would go to decent barbers. Yeah, but if you didn't, then you, so you'd be, you're growing hair in your ear. You didn't grow hair in your ear when you were ten, did you? No, but only minute, thin hair, to be honest. Well, yeah, but Nothing still. Nothing to worry about. Bounce up a bit, mate. Bounce up a bit. I know, but yeah, come on. You look at old people, quite often, no offence to anyone old, quite often the hair on their eyebrows is really thick, and mine is definitely thick. All thicker. right. Well, I'm running out of time, but let's free up a fine line quickly. See if Mark, Mark we get an answer for Mark. Why, why do our eyebrows get thicker as we get older? Who invented clapping? And when did it become a kind of sign of approval? Sugar and cuts we've done. We haven't done cheese sweats and Adam's question about animals. Uh, and speed of blood as well. Alex is in Walton on Thames. Alex, question or answer? It's an answer. Carry on. It's to do with the speed of blood through the human body. Oh, yes. There's a couple of answers, depending on... Just give me the fastest. Matter, ...the arteries or, uh, yeah, or the, ve or the veins. Um, so in veins, it's down to skeletal muscle contraction. So as you move, the muscles put pressure on the... Give me the speed, man. Give me the, the speed. Give me some numbers. Um, well, it varies. Oh, well, give me the fastest. What's the fastest speed at which blood can move through a human body? Um... What are you doing on the phone? This is mystery hour! <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that. What are you doing? Um, How did you even get on air? I can tell air? you where it's at its fastest. What? I can tell you where it's at its I fastest. I don't know. I want to know how fast it goes. It's, it's not difficult. It varies from person to person. Well, what's the fastest known, roughly? Give me a ballpark figure. Come on, Alex. This is your moment. Oh, no. I'm failing, I'm afraid. <sighs> that's, that's shocking. Such a good mystery. I knew we were jinxing it. Manny's in Chelsea. Manny, question or answer? Answer. Carry on. The, um, speed, um, the speed limit answer is partly correct. What's the other bit? The other bit is, in 1965, we had the highest road deaths ever recorded. In fact, it's still a record. So they looked at it, they looked at it for that reason as well? Yeah, 8,000 fatalities. So uh, how do you know that? How did you know how many road fatalities there were in 1965? I, I've just come off a speed awareness course, literally. I'll give him a round of applause. That's brilliant. Well played, mate. Just so there you go. And some people think you don't learn anything on them. Darren's in Forest Hill. Quickly, Darren, question or answer? It's an answer. Okay, carry on. Uh, yes, certain members of the animal kingdom do have orgasms. Female members of the animal kingdom Qu qualification. I hesitate to ask. Qualifications? I used to deliver talks at the London Zoo. Of course you did. That's not your first round of applause, is it? 
Uh, it is. Is it? Oh, we've had a few London Zoo people. Although you're the only one who felt compelled enough to call in about... What? what, what one more as well, quickly. Rebecca in Carshalton, question or answer? An answer! Quickly, quickly! Um, it's for the clapping. It's from the Mystery Hour archive, um, from Greek days when people used to impart their knowledge to large rooms of people... And what would happen at the end of it, people would come up and slap them on the back and say, thank you. Really? People who couldn't reach the, the person who was talking. Oh, the Mystery Hour Archive. It's the perfect Mystery Hour. Round of applause for Rebecca. We've done everything almost. Almost. Um, that's it from me for another day. We'll do it all again tomorrow morning from 10. The next 